In this episode of Industrial Industries World Radio, I have my friend Jimmy come on by who has never seen Ghostbusters before, and we review Ghostbusters 1984, the very first one, and it all starts right now. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. This is episode 48 of Industrial Industries World Radio. I am your host, DJ Glowing Ice, and I wanted to save this episode as the final third episode of my going-overs of Ghostbusters 1984, the very first uh, movie from Ghostbusters. And I wanted this final one to be just a movie review. Nothing too particular, not, not a lot of research involved, just our own opinions of Ghostbusters 1984. And my buddy Jimmy has never seen Ghostbusters before. As for me, I've seen this movie since basically at birth. So hearing someone's opinion who has never seen the movie up until just this past week, it's going to be very interesting to what Jimmy has to say, because um, he's used to uh, everybody, CGI, all the big effects and everything. So to have someone watch a movie that's over 30 years old now and see if they're still just as impressed as they are now from like just uh, being desensitized from so much that is out there now, it's uh, I'm very curious to hear what he has to say. So we're going to get into the movie review very, very shortly. That's about it. That's all we got for this week for IIWR. But tune in next week as, oh, dear Lord, Eric Ravenhart, he is coming in to do a late spooktacular. You know, a lot of people have spooktaculars during the Halloween. Well, he's going to be coming in for his Thanksgiving spooktacular. And uh, he's got poetry music, and uh, a whole lot more in store. So you don't want to miss that. So that's coming up next episode. And I want to ask everybody out there who has been enjoying these episodes, enjoying the podcast, if you were to rate five stars on Apple Podcasts, if you're able to do that and rate this podcast, that will help this show become better. I'm able to do more things And thanks to everybody who has already rated the show, and uh, really do appreciate it. All right, this is episode 48 of Industrial Industries World Radio, and before we get into the movie review of Ghostbusters, let's check out Past, Present, Future. Past, Present, Future. Today is November 17th, and it's National Homemade Bread Day. It's a perfect day to be all cozy, you know, be all cozy with a loved one in a warm kitchen while the snow blankets the ground outside, while the home is aglow with the family baking bread all together. So celebrate National Homemade Bread Day today on this cold day. In the past on this day, in 1858, the city of Denver, Colorado was founded. Presently, I need to go grocery shopping. As the forecast calls for partly cloudy skies with a high of 46 degrees in the small town region. And in the future, it's predicted that conventional meat from slaughtered animals will be obsolete by the year 2080. 
84. November 17th is the 322nd day of the year, and there are 44 days left of the year 2020. Celebrity birthdays for today. Film director Martin Scorsese is 78. Film actor Danny DeVito is 76. And actor, singer, and TV personality RuPaul is 60. And if it's your birthday today, I want to personally wish you a very happy birthday. Go out and enjoy it the best way you can. Happy birthday. This Past, Present, Future is brought to you by The Real Impossible Podcast, spelled R-E-E-L. They love movies. And if you love movies, you'll appreciate this podcast. Check into The Real Impossible Podcast as they tackle all kinds of popular movie series. And they also rank the movies within the series as they rank which one is the best out of the series. Which Jurassic Park movie is the best? Which Batman movie is the best? It's the Real Impossible Podcast. Real being spelled R-E-E-L. Check them out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Hey, cutie. If you want to make this lady happy, why don't you subscribe to Industrial Industries World Radio right now? I promise it'll make you even happier. Industrial Industries World Radio. We sat down, had some fun, ate some popcorn too. This is the IIWR Movie Review. Welcome everybody to uh, the review. We're talking. Oh, God damn it! Talking about movies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very fun. <sighs> it is early morning here in Small Town, USA, as the sun has risen, and I just got out of bed about five hours ago. Right. All right. So let's cut this preliminary talk, and let's cut right down to it. I have my friend Jimmy here. Say hi, Jimmy. Hey, what's up? All right. And my friend Jimmy here, he's a very, very special person because he has never seen Ghostbusters up until recently. And Jimmy, I I just got some questions for somebody that's never seen Ghostbusters his whole entire childhood. What kept you from seeing Ghostbusters all these years? Well, nothing really. It was just one of those movies that kind of eluded me throughout the years. Like, I've seen it and stuff, like, around. It's just never really caught my eye. Like, I would see it at, like, there was this thing back in the day called, uh, like, video rental stores. You remember those? Like, uh, no, family young. video or I'm, blockbuster. I'm too cool for that. I'm too yeah. young and cool. Even, even at Schnooks. That was the, that was the creme de la creme when I was about five. Oh, yeah, shop and save, like, all these grocery stores. The grocery store slash video rental place Mm -hmm. in the front. That's where I got a lot of free movies when they were going out of business. I always feel gypped, though, when I buy video rental movies because it's a video rental version. You know, there's a different... There's variations between the video rental version and the one you buy in a store. It's almost like when you have a crush on the hot chick in high school, and then, like, five or six years later, she finally decides she likes you, too. It's just not the same. It's like, eh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and pass on that. I guess the stars just never really aligned for me to be like, here it is presented to me, and I'm going to watch it and up until 
like a week ago. It's Industrial Industries World Radio's debut album, Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. All the songs you heard in the episodes are all here, like the uplifting It's Gonna Be Okay. Check out the hot and hip Rap Song 2020. Wiener, balls, Rap Song 2020, Rap Song 2020. And don't forget the classic hit, Fart in Your Face. I want to fart on a guitar, I want to fart on a power bill, I want to fart on fresh fruit, I want to fart in your face. All of the best songs and skits from the first two seasons of IIWR are right here, Industrial Industries World Radio's Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. Check it out on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you can stream and download music. Well, yeah, I, I always thought you would have watched it because you're a big movie guy, right? You like watching a lot of movies. You watch a lot of movies. You're a fan. I like movies. Yeah, you watch movies. I love movies. Yeah. I'm not a movie expert, but... Yeah. I'm not a movie expert, but... Good uh... job keeping your phone vibrating on the table there. <laughs> that was John Candy, by the way. Oh, oh, oh. But yeah, I like movies. I'm not really a movie expert or anything like that, or claim to be a, you know, critic. Yeah. But I watch movies. Just okay. like everybody else. So, we're going to talk all about Ghostbusters 1984, just to close up this whole three-part episode series. Extravaganza. Yeah, that I, I I always wanted to save this episode for the last one, where we just kick back and we talk about movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got a hole in my jeans. Well. On my crotch. So. Yeah, and? You got a sewing kit? No. Of course. You come over here asking for shit. I just figured you might have one. Classic. Classic. All right. So, without further ado, we get into this movie, Ghostbusters. And what we're going to do here is just go over a list of your favorite things, whatever stuck with you from watching the movie, whatever was memorable. Uh, all of that kind of stuff. Because if you want to go through the movie step by step, you could listen to the previous episodes. This is just what was your favorite? What was fun? Yeah. What was all that? So yeah. I got a list here, and I'll read you the question, you answer, and then I'll give you my answer as well. We'll just go back and forth all like right. that. All right, let's let's get it. Yeah. Starting off, what is your favorite Ghostbuster? We have Winston, Egon, Peter, and Ray. Yeah, I think I like. Uh... Peter Vank- Vinkman, right? Okay. Is that my, am I botching that last name? Vankman. Vankman, okay. Yeah. Sorry if I get it wrong, guys. Yeah, he, he's pretty cool. He seems like the, the ring leader. You know, I'm all about leaders because I am one, so. <laughs> In your own world. So, uh, no, but all joking aside, nah, he's just, he kicks ass. Um, I'm going to be honest, I know this episode's about the first Ghostbusters, but... I kind of, in a sense, made the mistake of watching both of them back to back. So, a lot of this kind of bleeds together. So, but he shows this trait throughout Ghostbusters of 
not giving a damn. He'll look right at a ghost and just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's right there. Yeah. yeah. Not giving a shit. Like, right. What the hell? I'd be like, ah. We'll go through your impressions of every Ghostbuster. What did you think about Ray? Yeah, he seems more more of the serious. Seems like you can get him riled up and he gets all pissed off. And So Egon? What did you think about Egon? Uh, i trying to remember here. Glasses. Tall, yeah. kind of lanky. He's a more like serious one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's the one uh, who, yeah, made all the proton packs and all that stuff. He's like the brain. Yeah, he's group. all right. He seems kind of overshadowed by the rest, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a slow, he's a slow burn uh, kind of guy. Um, when I was a kid, he was probably my least favorite. Just right. because he was, you know. Just doesn't just, play a big part. He was the Donatello of the Ghostbusters, basically. Well, you okay, like okay, you like okay. Donatello. You're right. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's how I see it. Peter Vakeman is the Michelangelo. Ray is like the Leonardo. No, wait. Ray would be probably uh, Raph. Raph. Yeah, Ray would be Raph. Winston would be kind of like the everyday kind of guy. So he'd be Leonardo, and Donatello would be Egon. And speaking of Winston, yeah, what'd you think of Winston? He kicks ass just because. He doesn't. He doesn't care. He just wants some some money. Yeah. He doesn't care. He'll do whatever. So that and that's exactly what I was gonna say. Is my favorite is Winston, just because yeah he seems like just like the working man. And that one line, as long as there's a paycheck involved, I believe anything you say. Yeah. He's he's only out to get a job, and that's it. You know, he just goes along for the ride. He's just enjoying it, and. <clears throat> All that. He's just more level-headed, everyday man, working man, kind of Ghostbuster. I watch more and more Ghostbusters as I get older, and I keep my eye more and more on Egon. And there's little things about his personality. He may come off as, like, doesn't have a personality at all, but his character, he has a sweet tooth. All of the stuff that he has is always, like, candy-oriented. Peter Venkman gives him a crunch bar at the beginning scene as they're walking outside of the library you know he says you earned it and gives them and then the twinkie he always talks about the twinkie so everything about him is almost like snack food fat (laughs) but he's not fat that's the thing he's a skinny nerdy kind of guy but he's cool I, i i've come to appreciate the character of egon more and more over time okay what's your favorite line from the movie I come to the realization that the whole movie is a fuck. Can I say fuck? Yeah. Stop doing that shit. You can say fuck. Come on. Fuck. So the whole movie is a fucking quote. Like every line almost. Mm -hmm. Like every single line. But I don't know. There were probably better lines or funnier lines. But the one that really got me was when he said, Peter, I think, said, we came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in a, uh alternate take, he says, we came and we came again, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he ad-libbed half the shit he said, too, right? Yeah. And then my favorite is, uh, Peter says, it's true. It's true, Mayor. Whatever he says, this man has no dick. And then oh, yeah. they fight, and then he's like, well, that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, who is the hot chick of the movie? There's only like two or three chicks in the whole movie. 
Well, you got the the main chick. What was her name? Uh, Sigourney Weaver's character, Dana Barrett. Yeah, Dana Barrett. Then you had the Ghostbusters. Yeah, Janine Melnitz, who's played by Annie Potts. Who's still kind of hot to this day. There was that one chick at the party that uh, the nerdy dude Rick... uh, Rick Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis was trying to get with for a second there. And she's like, yeah, fuck you. I don't know. I think the, the secretary... the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it's probably the hot chick of the movie. Annie Potts, yeah. Yeah. You know, when they were casting the women in Ghostbusters, you know, they made sure almost not to cast... They, like, cast real, like, chicks that would actually fit in in the real world instead of, like, just really bang out babes. Except the one that is the Playboy model that was in Ray's Dream, where she... That's the ghost. The ghost. Yeah. yeah, Kim Heron, I think, is her name. But uh, I would say it's all a tie because the women in these movies, in this movie, I like tall women. So Dana Barrett, I, I like her for her being tall. Annie Potts would probably be my number one top pick, Janine. And then uh, Kim Heron, the uh, ghost that uh, gets with Ray. And you know, in an alternate ending... Ray goes back to that place where he gets a little, you know, nice little fun time from the ghost. But they cut that out. So that was actually a real scene, but they turned it into a uh, dream scene. But anyways, nevertheless. So your hot chick of the movie, Annie Potts. Same here. All right. So what's your favorite monster of the movie? We had Stay Puffed. Monster slash ghost? Yeah, just whatever kind of thing is outer worldly. I guess the cliche answer here would probably be Slimer, cause, uh, or I guess you could say... Stay puff. Yeah. Yeah. The Slimer kicks ass because he's just fat piece of shit, minding his own business, more or less. Yeah. He just wants some food. I would have to say Slimer, too, myself. Yeah. Even though Stay Puffed, obviously, is a close second. And then, what is your favorite non-Ghostbuster character out of the bunch? Well, probably uh, Rick... What was his name in the Rick movie? Rick Moranis, yeah. Louis Tully. Yeah, Louis Tully. He he's kicks ass. He's kind of a weird dude. Did you just like him because he was like just a nerdy kind of guy, or is it just? Well, you know, he means well. I mean, he's all right. They should have made him a full time GB. Yeah, I would like to think. I don't know. It's a toss up between probably Janine and Walter Peck. You know that asshole EPA guy. With the red hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, that was an asshole. Well, yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, I just like that character because he the guy played it very well. But, uh, yeah, he was a good heel. He was a good heel. He a good heel. Ray was a great baby face. All right, so your favorite location in the Ghostbusters world, where do you think? We've got the firehouse. We've got the Temple of Gozer. We've got... The apartment building, which I guess ah, could be, but you know, I guess I guess the beginning in that little reception hall when they first get slimed by Slimer. Oh yeah, he's like, oh, I'm, I just got slimed. Yeah, I feel funky or whatever he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a good location. Okay, it's ideal. I like that. The chandelier and all that it was kick ass. So that was your favorite location. Yeah. I mean, in the Ghostbusters world, yeah, I, I could always say it took place in New York, so. Anything that showed, like, the old buildings and stuff was pretty cool, too. Yeah. Of what it was, like the World Trade Centers and all that. I would have to say my favorite, obviously, the firehouse. Just because as a kid, I always dreamt of just living in it. 
All right, we got a plane coming overhead. We'll just wait for that to get the fuck out of here. All right, that plane got the fuck out of here, and we're back. Uh, so, yeah, the firehouse is my favorite. And moving on, we got two more questions. What is your favorite scene out of the entire movie? A part of that movie that really hit me good was just that the first time they really ran into, like, Slimer and all them at the reception hall, whatever you want to call it. And then, like, the part where the Stay Puff Marshmallow, <laughs> they piss him off and he has that face like he's taking a dump. That mean face. Oh, yeah. That was great. Uh, he's they, like, he had a lot of funny <laughs> expressions on his face. Yeah. Especially the one right before he gets blown to smithereens. You look at his face at the rooftop. He's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like when he gets pissed off, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a fat baby. Yeah, yeah. I would like to think probably my favorite scene is right before they go up to the Temple of Gozer in the apartment building and oh. lightning starts striking and the street starts breaking up and they all fall into it. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was prob- that's probably like my favorite just even as a kid because uh, I grew up in the neighborhood with uh, my friend Chucky living down the street. And I had a proton pack, and he had a Slimer pack, a slime pack from Ghostbusters 2. And we, we would always recreate those uh, things, and we'd always, like, play in the ditch and it, uh, pretend that the ditch was the broken up ground. And we'd be like, oh, and pretend we fell in there, and, you know, we do all that kind of stuff. So that was always a very memorable scene for me, and I always liked that. And to add on to that, when they got sucked underground or whatever or fell underground yeah they just fell there's that moment of silence and then you see the the hands pop up and yeah. everyone's like oh my god they're yeah. alive and then there's there's another scene too i just thought of was it zool oh no uh gozer he's like are you a god oh yeah and he's like uh, no then die <laughs> and then old dude's like when someone asks you if you're a god you say yes. You say yes. <laughs> Which was a line that Harold Ramis came up with while shooting that scene. They they threw it towards Winston to take it. So Harold Ramis was played by Egon, in case, you know, just filling in the yeah, blanks yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. For all you casual fans out there. Yeah. All right. So we come to the final question of this movie review of Ghostbusters 1984. Jimmy. What would you rate Ghostbusters on a scale from 1 to 10? Let me check my notes. I actually jotted this one down. Oh, wow. You actually prepped for this. Okay. 7 out of 10, baby. Solid 7. Solid 7. I saw you almost spit spit up your coffee a little when I said that. No, no. I got 7 out of 10. I'm not. I'm not sitting here to tell you what to Uh, think. uh, Yeah. Well, why? why, But why? 7 out of 10. That's a good. That's a good number. I know. It's a good number. It's a, it's a decent number. Yeah. Why isn't it a 10? Why isn't it a 10 out of 10? Yes. Well, it just started off a little too slow for me. It was a slow burn of a movie, which is fine. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, I'm one of those guys who like straight, straight action from the get-go. That's my personal preference in a movie. So the way they slow burned it toward the top there was good, but it just wasn't good enough to get the 10 out of 10 for me. 
What, there wasn't enough uh, proton packs being shot? Yeah, yeah. here we go. Lightsaber duels? Here we go. What, there wasn't a Dodge Challenger See, uh, knew, driving I, I out the, of a truck I, I knew the right non, away? I, I knew the non-biased host was going to uh, <laughs> come at me for this at some point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There all right. Wasn't, well, what do you give it? There Deej? wasn't flames and blow and flashy lights all the time, oh, the entire time. What yeah. do you What do you give it, Deej? Ten out of ten. Yep. Knew it. Give it a ten out of ten. If I could give it a bigger <laughs> score than that, I would. But it's a ten out of ten <laughs> because not just because I grew up watching it, but for the longest time, I didn't watch this thing, and I only seen it in pieces and. As an adult, I finally sat down and watched this, like, thoroughly engaged. Not just watching it as, you know, just as a kid or whatever. Just, like, as an adult, watching it. And it actually was better than I ever remembered as a kid. And this is one of my favorite movies of all time as a kid. Uh, you get those movies when you watch it as an adult, and you're like, oh, man, why did I like that? That movie sucked, yeah. you know? But this was actually the complete opposite. It was a pleasant surprise. Yep. Watching it as an adult, it was even better. So that's why it gets a 10 out of 10. Catch those uh, minor subtleties that you wouldn't as a child. Correct, yes. And then kind of having an idea now of how movies are made, the structuring and the story and the pacing, it all was perfect to me. Now, you might have said it started out slow. I mean, maybe they should have threw some lightsabers or something at the beginning so you okay. could... Okay, okay, okay. Double, Look, you know, hey, double-bladed lightsaber you, I came here to give you my review, <laughs> not knowing I was going to be judged by the host. Now, I expect <laughs> I expect the internet trolls to say something, no, but... No, no. The no, host you, himself? You are a friend of mine, so it's okay for me to do this. Alright, you know what? You know what? I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10. It still doesn't make me think any better. You know, if I could give it no stars, I would. <laughs> no, in all honesty, that's your opinion. So, you know, yeah. whatever. So you, you, you do that. But I, I give it a, a 10 out of 10. And um, What well, was it rated on all the bigger platforms? Oh, yeah, we... you're right. I never really looked into that. Let's do that real quick. You know, I didn't even look that up because it didn't really even matter. It doesn't even matter to me. But just for the record, it's... It's bringing up that shitty 2016 movie. Oh. All right, I'll put 1984. Okay, so IMDb. Well, IMDb is close with you. They gave it a 7.8 out of 10. And Rotten Tomatoes, they gave it a 97%, though. So it's almost completely a perfect movie, according to Rotten Tomatoes. And the average out of five-star... Summary from users, 4.7 out of 5. Nice. So, were you rolling your eyes there? Were you thinking? I was doing some math. What kind of math were you doing? I don't know. Is that calculated into 7.5 out of 10? Yeah, kind of. Which, obviously, it doesn't, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. More like a 9-ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so there we go. Short, sweet, simple, and to the point. Jimmy gives Ghostbusters a 7 out of 10, and I, DJ, Glowing Eyes, give it a 10 out of 10. Any final words about Ghostbusters, Jimmy, that you want to, you got the table now? Highly recommended. I mean, I watched that one. I did watch Ghostbusters 2, which, is that a future episode, or? That will be, eventually. Okay, okay, yeah. well, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I am looking forward to the 2021 one. 
Afterlife. Afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. yeah afterlife. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's a good flick. I'm I'm glad I watched it. Everyone has those movies that they never seen that they should. And Ghostbusters was amongst one of the ones that I've should have seen that I never had. Yeah. But now I have. Yeah. So cool. yeah. Moving on to the next. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Good times. Highly recommend you watch it. It's a good watch. You really got to put yourself back in time and not expect the good old CGI like bullshit. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. So aren't you glad you did watch this? So now when Ghostbusters Afterlife comes out, you, you're kind of run up to speed. You know, when all yeah. the big hype is going on, you 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 could be a part of the hype now. Yeah. So I wonder if uh, I know this is a little off subject, but. I wonder if this Ghostbusters Afterlife, if like one of the original characters are coming back as a ghost. Has that been rumored or? I don't know. I haven't really dug into the rumors because it's all hearsay right? shit until. All I've seen was the teaser trailer. Yeah, I did too. That'd be cool though. Yeah. From what I gathered is that Egon Spangler, sadly, Harold Ramis, who played Egon, is no longer with us. I think it's his kids, his grandkids become ghostbusters they come across the stuff but i don't know that's that's all that's all rumored still but that's what i kind of took from it from my own speculation but we shall see and i can't wait to do that episode that's for sure anyways guys thanks for listening and uh that was our review mine and jimmy's review of ghostbusters 1984 jimmy Final words. Anything you want to say. John Candy should have been in the movie. Until then, guys, take care and blah, blah, blah. That is the movie review. And it's okay to cheat. All the time. All right. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. As this episode of Industrial Industries World Radio does come to a close, uh, it was great to sound off and really talk about Ghostbusters and uh, see what we all thought about it. Finally got it out of our system, and now we can move on with our lives. To Ghostbusters 2, eventually, at some point. If you want to get in contact with me, you can email me at industrialindustriesworldradio at gmail.com, or we've got... And Instagram, you can search us, IIWR Podcast in Instagram, and Industrial Industries World Radio on either Facebook and YouTube, and you can find our channel or page that way as well. And uh, questions, comments, concerns, complaints, whatever, you know, throw them at me if you want. I don't care. Whatever. Do whatever you want to do. Okay. All right. Anyways. We will see you next week for another fun-filled episode, which is going to be Great. Eric Ravenhart's Thanksgiving Spooktacular. Don't miss it. It's coming next week. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Anyways, guys, I am your host, DJ Glowing Ice, and this was episode 48 of Industrial Industries World Radio. I will see you next week. Have a great one, and uh, see you then. All right. Peace out.
See you next time on Industrial Industries World Radio.